it. Do it. Come on, kill me. I'm here. Come on, do it now. Kill me. Schwartzy, the podcast. It's a Schwartzy show. I don't know why I'm getting could, so touchy could, about this. We can I'm, go. I'm, I'm hungry. I'm sorry. Okay. All right, you're hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah, you shouldn't go, do go, the no, 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 pod on a hungry stomach. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> okay. So, hello and welcome to the Schwartzy Podcast. <laughs> uh, we're your hosts, Milenko, Alex. Nice to meet you. Uh, and welcome. Um, today's episode is Commando, uh, which is one of my favorite Schwartzy movies. <laughs> it's. It, I mean, oh my god, dude, this movie's a bad movie. Oh my god, this it's such a bad movie. Oh my god, immediately the first two actors on screen were so terrible. Oh my god. So bad. Okay, so I have a note about this first actor is I was really struck by the baldness of this man. <laughs> um, he had like, he's like a blonde man with like full male pattern baldness. Like the, 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 like it's got the full ring. And then, like, the defined thick ring, and then, like, the wispy hair on top the, with still the defined grooves. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just never see bald men like this. Like, yeah. never see, like, the process of the balding <laughs> in a movie anymore. So I really appreciate it. He was, like, a good-looking guy. And so... Uh, <laughs> I have to, to be like, but, yeah, I mean, he's still good-looking. He, he kind of is a good guy. Well, I, I do yeah, think I mean, so. he was. He was. They were both so terrible, though. Him and his wife being like... You know that weird 80s acting <laughs> where somebody's like... Oh man, I've got to do this in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it's totally. like, whoa, dude, who acts like this ever? Oh, hi, Johnny. I didn't know it was you. Oh my God. And okay, so um, they wake up, they're woken up by a garbage truck. Um, and we get these like sanitation workers, among which are who? Bill Duke. Oh my God, dude. Bill Duke. You scared, motherfucker? Amazing. I love Bill Duke. First um, predator connection of this movie. That's true. Yeah. There's uh, a couple of other Schwartzy connections in this movie, dude, too. Dude, Bill so Duke many. is towers over Schwartzy. Like, easily, like, two feet. Yeah. I'm and it's like, like Schwartzy 6-2? <laughs> fucking total lie. Total lie. Yeah. So, like, something that's going to come up a lot is Schwartzy's height and debate over Schwartzy's height. I... I I don't know. He lied. He lied that he's 6'2". I don't know if two. he lied. I don't know if he lied. Which, like, do you... Yeah. <laughs> Who the was media it, like, lies. The media lies. So, can, can, can I just say about yeah. this scene? Okay, so the sanitation workers come, and I guess the implication is that these guys... Something menacing is going to happen. Yeah. The balding guy hears the garbage truck, is running out with the garbage being like, oh, it's today? And runs out with the garbage being like, hey, fellas, come get our, come get this garbage. And then Bill Duke and the fucking other guy fucking murder this dude. <laughs> Loud machine guns murdering this dude. Okay. Yeah, okay. Wait. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I got to talk to you about this. Because... The implication is supposed to be that they're like dudes who are trying to be covert about this and fucking shoot this dude in the middle of broad daylight on the street. And then they drive away. They have to rent the fucking garbage truck. 
It's true. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. Is the garbage truck? Why did they have a garbage truck? Like for subtlety, they wanted to escape <laughs> with but, no one noticing. But like they thought that it would be subtle to shoot this guy up with like a bunch of like not sniper him, but like shoot him with like machine, machine guns. guns, like so much. And then, and then put him in the garbage truck. At least take the body or something. What was the garbage truck for? For exactly, um, and they drove away so casually. They took a page out of the uh uh godfather school of you know just like kill a guy and walk away casually yeah, yeah. which it would have been cool if it wasn't like couched in these like weird like oh we're gonna be so cool and tricky about this but they drove away so slowly and it just seemed like anybody could have gotten the license plate of that or been like called the police and been like a garbage truck just <laughs> murdered some guy because <laughs> like that would stick out like a sore thumb like, why go why go through the process? The the next scene, the same thing happens. Bill Duke is at a car dealership. Yeah, oh, and he fucking dude, I is, love this. So is talking much. to the the car salesman who is like, such a sleaze ball. Such a fucking sleaze ball. <laughs> he's like such a used car salesman, and he's like. Hey, yeah, get in. Yeah, start it. Listen to how it sounds. Oh, that, the, feel the seats. They're not leather. Leather cracks. It's vinyl. Vinyl? Vinyl like, is the good it's one. It's better than leather? What are you talking about? Well, it's just like, it's, uh, and then and then all of a sudden, Bill, then, Bill Duke fucking murders him in also the most obvious way, which is <laughs> driving the car he just got into <laughs> over him. The car that has a VIN number, no license plate. <laughs> fucking, who wouldn't be able to tell when Bill Duke walks into a fucking place? Oh my God, you know what the best line is though? He's like, you know what I like best? The price. Oh, and then drives was... away. And then the guy's voice is like a different voiceover. It's like, it's like a lower yeah, voice. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, what are you doing? I've got a fucking pimple on my pelvis. Oh it's no. Fucking huge. Oh, don't do that now. The stunt actor was great in this scene. Is that a puppet there, there or is so, it real? There were so many amazing stunt stunt scenes. Dude, in was this that movie. a puppet? When yeah, I don't think it through? was a puppet. It's like a real person. Yeah, it straight up was a real person. I thought it was hilarious that they close up to the body. Like they do this, like, what's that called? Like a traveling shot? You know, like when like it like moves, because yeah, it does like a really drastic kind of like J.J. Abrams shaky zoom. I don't, I don't remember that. On the body? Yeah, on the dead body. Dude, next scene is your boy. Oh, dude, Bennett. This, this was also so outrageous because it just it it seemed like okay. So we we know the movie, so we know Bennett is obviously part of the plan. Yeah, but, but the reveal, <laughs> the reveal is that like Bennett go, goes onto the ship, saggy yeah. dad bod Bennett <laughs> goes onto the ship, and he he like go he comes onto a dock, goes into his like boat or whatever, and then we see Bill Duke and the other guy who's been killing the other two dudes, yeah, and they explode the ship, yes, implying that, that all three of those dudes are dead, yes, exactly, um. And we don't know at this point in the plot. We don't know at this point, like why this is happening. Any of this. But you didn't say how the ship was exploded. The ship was exploded with a remote control that oh Bill Duke is operating. Amazing! Another <laughs> another fucking '80s thing. Remote controls for everything. For everything. Bill Duke's name in this movie is Cook. Yeah. 
Isn't that a great it name? Is a, and it's a cool name for him to have, too. Dude, the next scene, the music starts. After this ship explodes. And, oh man, it's our boy Schwartzy. <laughs> at, like, four minutes in. Oh my god, you see his feet walking close up of his sweaty oh, I muscles. Love that. I love that. I love the, the shots of his the feet. The chainsaw. Uh, I love the ch- the muscles and the chainsaw. And like him fucking carrying that. Okay, I want to talk about him carrying the tree. Because you know when you're a kid and it's so important to you whose dad is stronger? <laughs> so so Schwartzy being the dad of dads, you yeah. know, like our, our surrogate eastern european father figure yeah. you know with a with an accent in english um and like he comes out carrying a fucking tree and i was and like it's literally a tree it's not it's, even like no like, yeah oh, like a log or anything. no no it's a tree it's the the biggest part of a tree trunk so, something that dudes that do those like what is that like Scottish sport where dudes throw? Like, oh, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, where they flip that uh, flip, flip those lo- logs, like giant logs. Like that's the kind <laughs> of log that it is. And those dudes are like giant. And dude, I wanted to talk about Schwartz's signature spiky hair that he was rocking for a while. Yeah, I yeah. used to get that haircut as a kid, and I would go. Okay, I have this story. I went to go to the barber shop at Cloverdale Mall, and that Polish woman that would always cut my hair. I told her. Hey, uh, I want a, a haircut like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And she had to stifle laughter. Oh, no! Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, I guess it's kind of traumatic now that I think about it. Not really. It's Whatever. Just like, <laughs> traumatic, kind of like, but funny traumatic because it's so like, oh. But it's so like, cringy. I, I, would, I would laugh at that fucking kid, too. <laughs> That dweeby kid. <laughs> oh my god! But now, now people are. It's not like people are going to be like, "Oh, I really wanted a haircut like The Rock," because he doesn't have any hair. That's true. That's true. We, there, there's no more good hairstyles for 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 boys to get. Um, <laughs> maybe I don't know. Um, in this montage, we see Schwartzy chopping wood, and a small shadow figure sneaking up behind him. Surprise! It's Alyssa Milano, young Alyssa Milano, playing Jenny, his daughter. I I love. Uh, the way they tried to like quote unquote subtly make him like oh he's like he knows somebody's behind him by like looking at the, at axe, the axe at the reflection of her oh, I and love the, that so much I love that so much too what I what I did notice um, it wasn't after this but what I did notice like throughout the movie um, was how outrageously comic booky it is and it was oh my written God. by fucking uh, well the story was by Jeff Loeb who is a comic book guy I know I is know about this it's about one your, of, how did you guess it's one of my how did you guess can I rock you a how did you guess right now of course how did you guess okay please um who was supposed to play John Matrix I don't know oh dude I'll give you a hint he sounds like he's eaten a garbage disposal <laughs> Sounds like he's eating Cookie Monster who ate Tom Waits. Nick Nolte Day? I can barely get through one myself. <laughs> Gary Busey. No, not Gary Busey. Fuck Gary Busey. That's who you took for a good... It's my, that's my impression of fucking... 
Oh man, that means I failed at the oh, impression. Who was that? It's fucking Nick Nolte, oh, dude. Oh, Nick Nolte. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. That's okay. I actually that's okay. met Nick I Nolte. To... <laughs> I actually met Nick Nolte because I just there's. I think Gary Busey and Nick Nolte. Like I still don't know which one's which yet. Like I'm not sure. For some reason, those two guys are pretty similar to me. That, that who was the been... guy who had the show? The reality Gary Busey show? Okay. had a show. Yeah, and yeah. Nick Nolte didn't have a show. No, Nick Nolte didn't. Have... Nick which... Nolte now sounds when he was on Mark Maron. He now sounds like he sounds like an outrageous old man do you remember a very permanent thing that my children can come and see. Well, he, he sells a little... No, got that's a, fucking... Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Oh, hey! <laughs> Why do I sound like this now? Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave with a box of scraps. Oh man, when he did that reprisal of, of the dude in that commercial, that normal <laughs> commercial, and it was just like, why rush instead of like... Oh man. So we get this really sweet montage of Schwartz being an awesome single dad who uh, takes her for ice cream. And, okay, fucking, I, and fucking teaches her martial arts and they're feeding a deer together yeah. and then they go fishing <laughs> and she like catches the fish but then he like takes the fish off and throws it back in and he's like it's, laughing about it's it. It's the most 80s way of like showing closeness ever. He uh, Honestly, he does seem like a cool dad. But then also, like, oh, dude, like, <laughs> does your daughter have friends? And, like, why are you so intimate with your daughter? It's, well, like, weird and creepy. Okay, I, I talked about this, too, because he kisses her on the mouth. Um, and, like, not to judge any, like, parent-child mouth kissing. Um, no, 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 like, I do, I do. I can't help but, like, be, like, after a certain point, when you're a baby, fine. When you're a baby, fine. And when you're a little kid, fine. But when you're like, what is she, like 14? Like, well, it's listen, like, oh, she's starting to get into boys or girls or whatever. Listen, I, I think that, you know, regardless of what your thoughts on daughter, dad, mouth kissing, um, I think that I think that regardless of that, a choice to do it in a movie where Alyssa Milano is not his daughter and actually like 14 and they kiss on the mouth? Like, that's your choice? Yeah, that's You kissed really Arnold weird. on the mouth in a movie. Yeah. Like, not, you know, like she did it for the movie. For the lols, dude. But... <laughs> for the memes, dude. She did it for the memes. Um, I don't know. It's weird, right? It's like, weird. It's not it just me. It's fucking weird, dude. No. Fuck. Like... Like, okay... Context-wise, all the cool stuff that she was he was doing as a dad fully seems like a cool thing to do when you're on a date. Yeah. So it just makes it weird on top of everything. That's that true. He, with the ice cream, with the they ice like cream, do the like, silly. Yeah, they're doing that silly thing where she she like pushes his face into the ice cream because he and wants to have a taste. He's way too happy about that. Like. No one is ever that happy about getting ice cream with a no, face. You know what I mean? It's, no. it would, in real life, it would be like, oh, what why the fuck did you do that? Like, you'd get like... You're so, 14, dude. Why like, did you fucking do this to me? I have to wipe my face off now. Yeah. And she does. She wipes it off, which oh, also that was makes so it weird. weird. Wow. I didn't think about this as much. No, immediately. As I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is so gross. Okay. So... They're in the kitchen, 
and she's making sandwiches. She serves them sandwiches. Again, also a thing that like a wife or a girlfriend or like a partner would do where it's like, we've had a fun day. You took me places. Let me make you a sandwich or and whatever. Then, and yeah, and she made him a card that's a heart. Uh, and says, I love you, daddy. Oh, no. It's like all weird. of this is so yeah. weird. It's, it's really bizarre. Wow. Okay. Um, so this next line, dude, Schwartzy opens the paper. He's reading. He's reading actually her teen magazine. And he says, <laughs> why don't they just call him girl, George? It would save the confusion. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Do you really want- so Schwartzy's like, He's homophobic, right? Like, that's like a slur. That is definitely a homophobic thing to say. Yeah. And like a transphobic thing to say. Yeah. I mean, I guess like that's like a thing that like I feel like is. Obviously, Schwartzy's not in touch with the gender spectrum. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, especially at this point. But like, this seems like it would be it's it's totally like with within the realm like he's a he's a military dude yes but so also, he's so conservative so he's dude. so conservative yeah like fully fully in in the, but but again like what we were talking about earlier just in terms of like a, a sort of idea of you know like like progressive thought like this still seems like it went out of its way to like make this like this you know what i mean like like have certain scenes be a certain kind of way you know what well, i mean yeah it, I, okay so they do the thing where they start explaining schwartz's accent in movies i really like this it was I thought great this was sick. when he was a little boy in east germany um you know the communists said that rock and roll <laughs> was subversive and then he makes another transphobic homophobic or just homophobic joke and he goes maybe they were right so, like, even this hardcore conservative dude thinks that communists are right because of their, their conservative, conservative values. values. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So, um, I thought that was really telling. It, that was, like, an interesting, like, touch. It seemed like it gave it some depth. But this movie is very surface and has very little depth. For sure. For sure. But at the same time, like, th- this is when, uh, what's his name? Uh, his, his general. general. What's yeah. his name again? Kirby. Kirby. <laughs> Yeah. I love so, Kirby. So, so Kirby comes in with a uh, helicopter. With the helicopter, they lands uh, with some guards, with some soldiers. He comes off the helicopter, and Schwartzy sneaks up behind him and steals his gun. Oh yes, that's what happens. Yeah, I love that. But this is to this, show how covert off Schwartzy is. Yeah, yeah, and so, and and then Schwartzy says like you're the one like look who's talking you're the one who taught me whatever yeah but this is the, but this is the interesting thing that i wanted to bring up in relation to the homophobia yeah and in relation to the don't rest, ask don't tell the, the no, no no not just that but the 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 rest of the movie where he pulls out his knife sneaks it is like sneaks it away from him and and he said like this was the first of a bunch of weird lines in the movie that are simultaneously so homoerotic in contrast yeah, to the fucking yeah, yeah, movie, yeah. in contrast to the like already set up conservative <clears throat> value. But he goes, um, he says, silent and smooth in a way that's like so sexual. I noticed so this sexual. too. I noticed this too. That was very, very erotic. Yeah. It was like, it reminded me of the like Picard episode, uh, young, where Riker says, young Picard, uh, hell bent for. Leather. leather. <laughs> Just trying to imagine hell bent for leather, young officer, insulting a nausea twice his size. I'd love to see that Picard. Or something. I forget what he's So does. so breathy. Oh my god. So so sensual. Loved it so much. Um 
literally he he just we find out in context that Schwartzy was a mercenary that was a part of this special covert ops team that did specialized missions and um they ha- he has a lot of enemies as general kirby tells him he's like i don't know could have been the saudis the the south americans south americans like any south american country I know, what I know, like I know. and then he goes he says something interesting who else does he says he says uh syrians uh, South Americans, Russians, or a terrorist group. I'm like, what? Like <laughs> an arbitrary terrorist or just group? like a random terrorist group. Again, the thing of like fucking Americans being obsessed with terrorism. Like I never thought, like, remember, what was the other movie that they mentioned that in? Um, oh, uh, yeah, that was in Terminator. Terminator? Yeah. When Where it was they, like, they it must be a attacked. terrorist. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. What is happening? Um, so, like, we get from this scene, like, I don't know, I, this could be, if you choose to, like, see this uh, movie through, like, an anti-capitalist lens, you could be like, oh, these guys are just fucking imperialists, like... He basically yeah, just, installed just, government. Yeah, like, dude, he's straight up. Like, I was like, I was like, oh my god. Like, yeah, he's he's done. He's a part like, of a mercenary team yeah. that like installs like dummy governments. Yeah, they topple. They like, do stage coups to topple governments in in like Latin American countries. That's that's what? the implication. He is fully the bad guy in this movie more so than any other movie. But here's here's also the weird thing: that balding guy and that sleazy car salesman were mercenary. Those fucking losers! Oh man! In comparison Wait, to is fucking that the, George, that's implication? the implication. Because because oh, then Kirby says, right? The the balding guy. That's uh, right. What's his name? This car salesman and fucking Bennett that's are all right. killed. That's right. That's right. He does tell Schwartzy that, and then Schwartzy's like, "Shit! Well, I guess stuff's going down." He explains that all three, including ben, all three of those guys, including Bennett, were killed. Yes. And then Kirby leaves saying, oh, I'm sending you these two army dudes to help yeah, you. to save you, yeah. The, yeah, they're, they're amazing. They're like you. And then he leaves, and immediately both those guys the, are shot. Get killed. Or, and one of the guys is wounded, and he, like, crawls into the room. He's like, are you going to survive? He's like, I can make it. And he's like, all right, well, uh, just watch out. You're, they're downwind or something. And he's like, they're downwind. The air turned, they tipped them off. Downwind? You think I could smell them coming? I did. Yeah, I'm outrageous. Like, what? Like his, but this is again. This is like if you look at it through the lens of like comic books. This dude is basically like the Punisher. He can do like he just like murder. Like he's he's got such incredible physical strength in the movie. And you oh know my what? God, yes. And you know what? He carried a tree. Not not just that. But consistent throughout the entire fucking movie. It is so consistent. You're right. Okay. Yes, you're absolutely right. He sends Jenny to her bedroom. She crawls under the bed and he goes to his shed like a responsible Republican, yeah, like-, like a responsible <laughs> Second Amendment enthusiast. His gun, his gun shed that's locked by like pass, key. pass keys. Also, and, another '80s thing where it's like beep beep beep, typing in a passcode <laughs> and having a, th- a secret door open. And then we get a cut. Pop- I'm so sorry, dude. I gotta fucking pop this pimple. I'm yeah, so sorry. okay, sure. Alex has gone to the bathroom to pop a pimple on his pelvis because it's really bothering him. He couldn't focus on anything else. And he was sitting here squirming in his chair as we were talking about this and he ran off to go pop this pimple. So um, you're waiting for Alex to pop his pimple right now. Um, 
but there's a cut to someone walking into Jenny's bedroom. And Alex, I was just telling the audience that there's a cut to somebody walking into Jenny's bedroom. And then we get a cut to Schwartzy opening the door and the wounded soldier is now standing in the doorway and falls over dead. Is this a thing that happened in the 80s a lot as well? Or am I just imagining it where like someone is standing dead at a door? And did he die because he was trying to get out the door or was he put carefully, there? Carefully, it seemed carefully placed there so that if he happened to, walk, to move, like, like, what if he went through the back that, door what? and like opened the door and just saw this dead body? Like, you can't stand a dead body up, no, can you? Is that possible? So. No. I don't think so. So did he lean the body against the door? It still wouldn't work. No. Because you'd have to, like, (laughs) pick up the body from the ground. Also, bodies are heavy. (laughs) Dude, one of my favorite scenes happens in the next scene because there's a guy there who has been set up to negotiate with Schwartzy. And he's like, hey, relax, man. Don't be waving guns around. He's so chill. I loved it so much because he's like, hey, man. Like, it's like, whoa, dude, this guy has a machine gun and he's like... A dangerous mercenary. I love You're going to be this casual? And he's like, And if you want your kid back, then you got to cooperate. Right? Wrong. Wrong. And shoots him in the head. Oh, and amazing. I'm like, whoa, dude. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. Like, that's also, so something that is so satisfying on so many different levels. Yeah. Of, like, someone trying to lord something over you. And you're like, and they're, like, trying to, like, make you do something that you don't want to do and then they're like yeah you're gonna do this right and you're just like nope he sees the bad guys getting away with his daughter uh and he it's bill duke right yeah you're scared motherfucker he starts following bill duke but he realizes that his car has been like compromised it's been damaged so he pushes the car in neutral and then like rolls down down the the hill hill. oh my god this was so off the hooks because like it, it was it was so off the chain because it was ridiculous like that plan to do that to roll down a hill randomly like that just with no aim or intention just like barreling down it's so perfectly american like (laughs) it's so perfectly like i'm just gonna do this like head first like smash through a wall i'm gonna like shoot first and ask questions later shoot first ask questions later okay okay got it yeah Yeah. totally and so even 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 the notion of like oh, I'm not going to do something rational, like talk to this person about getting my daughter back. It's just like, no, I'm going to shoot him. And then I'm going to go shoot those other people. And he's rolling down this hill. I just want to roll And he, he smashes into like the ground and the Bill, Bill Duke and his gang stop. And they're like, hey, like you're going to calm down and come with us. And then Bennett is revealed to be alive. This was played for a reveal, but it's like, like it was like five minutes. I know exactly. There was no mystery. Also, he's wearing his fucking mesh shirt and his leather pants, dude. Oh, dude. I have a. How did you guess? I have a. How did you guess about Bennett? Okay. How did you guess? Did you know that? No, I don't know anything about Bennett. Okay. (laughs) Did you know that Bennett was supposed to be played by another, like more like bodily appropriate guy to wear that kind of mesh shirt but then they just got this other they recast this actor who's like like you've said like he looks like an intimidating guy but compared to Schwartzy like he looks like like a smaller dude like he doesn't he yeah. looks like a dad fighting like a superhuman Bill Duke is a person that 
looks like he could intimidate Schwartz. Intimidate Schwartz. He He towers over him. Yeah, he towers over him. He looks like physically capable of overpowering him. But this guy does not look physically capable of overpowering Schwartz. But he's taller than Schwartz. He does. Something just seems not as intimidating. Why did they choose to make him Australian? I mean, what was the purpose of that? He's an Australian actor. I know, but like he's. This is supposed to be like an American mercenary team with like an East German and like they hired a communist (laughs) and. A fucking like Australian. You know, it's also funny. I read a fucking thing. This doesn't have to be a how did you guess? How did you guess? But it's so funny. It said in the trivia, they've remained friends till this day. Him Who? and Schwartzy are friends. Bennett? Bennett. That's amazing. It is amazing. And it's like, oh, that's kind of nice. That's really amazing. Oh, yeah. Also, he has this weird, again, I don't know. I don't know if I was like sort of, uh, uh, sort of tipped off at the beginning by uh, what Kirby said, but Bennett also says, ever since you kicked me out of your unit, I've waited for payback. And it's like, that's a terrible reason to like kill and kidnap and like. Yeah. So like, this is set up as like, kind of like this big reason, raison d'etre for this guy. Like he's like, yeah, like he's got a personal like, like thing with Schwartz. But again, it feels like homoerotic. It feels like I've I've been slighted by an ex-lover. Like it felt like, this is what I'm saying. If it it was a woman, she would have been the femme fatale of the movie. I agree. I think so. She would have been like, oh, you kicked me. There's like a tension. There's a sexual tension with Bennett. I noticed that too. I noticed that. So he's got a bone to pick with Schwartzy and they, you know, they, today's payday. They, uh, he shoots him with a sleeping dart. Sleeping darts were also a thing in the 80s that I loved. Um, So Schwartzy wakes up and he's surrounded by um, Bennett, Dan Hedaya, Sully, and another henchman. This henchman name is Henrique. Oh my God, I love this guy so much, but we'll get to him. Dan Hedaya is doing an accent and is in brown face. Latino face. It's cold outside and you need to bring a sweater unless you're Dan Hedaya. Oh my God, dude. I was so excited. I was so excited to talk to you about this because it was just the most like, I was like, in the moment, I remembered that he was supposed to be a Latino guy from a fucking fictional Latin American country. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Dan Hedaya Latino face. Oh, I'm gonna pass out. So fucking I'm gonna good. Pass out. Oh so my God. fucking good. Because he's. Oh, I gotta he, catch he, my breath. He's oh my God. so fucking dedicated. And it's just like, whoa, dude. Whoa, dude. Talk about problematic in 2019. Oh, you would never be able to get this. You know, like the. Oh my God, dude. It was. Amazing. <laughs> it's true. His accent oh is my God, terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. But he's still so dedicated. It's like like Al Pacino fucking um what's it called? Scarface dedicated to it. He's he's so good at this movie. It's it's awful, dude. It's awful. But also, they like, did darken him. They made him darker. They fully did. They fully did. But like, like in the HDness of a Blu-ray, like you could tell that they were, a, they were like, "Oh man, this makeup is so terrible." He did a really good job, though. Like yeah. he's a good actor. 
Also, um, David Patrick Kelly, who plays fucking Sully, the, the out, some of the outfits in this movie, his outfit in particular. Who also, maybe shout out Twin Peaks. Yeah. That's Twin Peaks. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, ma- amazing, amazing in Twin Peaks. Amazing in Twin Peaks. Amazing in this movie. He's, his outfit is awesome. Yes. His billowy fucking 80s outfit. Oh, and he's such a bro. He's oh my God. He's such a piece of I shit. I loved Sully. I, lo- I mean, I love just the character, the sleaziness of this character yeah he's so easy to hate like yeah. you're just like he's got such a punchable face but you can tell this dude is like he's like this guy seems like a really nice guy who could play this really fucking well dude dan hadea explains to schwartzy that they pretended that bennett was dead and set up the other two murders so that they could find they they wanted to specifically find Schwartzy because he's the only person that can kill the president of this fictional country that he installed. I thought this was a cool idea. I mean, I thought like the conceit was like interesting, just like, but it makes no fucking sense. It makes no Why sense. Fake- one of the person's deaths so that another person could do this and kill two of the other people. And then Schwartz is like, one on your trail. Like, it and Schwartz is like, why doesn't Bennett just do it? And he's he like, he seems like he'd get off on this. Why don't you have Bennett do it? Sounds like something he would get off on. Again, he, that's, that's a line he says. The, the sexual, he seems the sexual like tension. He, could, he gets off on this. Yeah. The sexual, the sexual homoeroticism. Yeah. It's great. Um, the next scene, Schwartzy's at the airport, and the two guys that are there to make sure he gets to where he's going are Sully, who gets to see them off, and Henrique, who goes into the plane with him. Long, I love the banter. Hair. Oh my god, I loved, I loved everything B- about both these guys. Long hair, dude. <laughs> like he's wearing a hat at first, and you think it's just like regular hair that's like just like long or whatever, and then he takes it off and straight up balding, dude. The, I, the style that we should both rock. I, I love the balding long hair. I, I loved it so much. It was so wispy. Um, there's a lot of really cool balding in this movie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Sully's being such a sleazebag and he's like, Hey, uh, here's some money so you can go get some beers and we can spend more time with your daughter. It'll give everyone a little more time with your daughter. It's like, ew, dude. I know. I know. She's a teenager. Like, even if you're going to like, she's like barely a teenager, but if it's just like, don't like, oh my God, with like it, that's so disturbing. It's like, this guy is just fucking gross like throughout the entire movie he's just like whoa this like weird pervert like also a pre 9-11 thing casually walking through the fucking metal i love that so much but he's just like nobody did any no no liquids check no no uh no one opening up their laptop computers yeah it was it was was a different time it was a better time and then also another thing when they get on the plane when they get on the plane they're like please extinguish your cigarettes it's like (laughs) oh my god okay and then he uh, can have a blanket and a pillow please and he the stewardess and then he smashes the guy's face and breaks his neck (laughs) oh my god dude like that was so insane because it's like dude you have to be really fucking strong Strong to to break somebody out let alone break their neck oh my god and then he he says the best one-liner where he goes do me a favor don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. Nice. It I was, loved it so much. It was awesome. And like the thing is too, though, like now that I think about it, we ha- we have 
talked about the fact that he is consistently strong. He can lift a fucking log, like yeah, that dude. entire yeah. log. Yeah, I believe that this guy can ra- sitting in a sitting position break this dude's neck. Oh my god, it was amazing. He's somehow able to get into that luggage underpass. I always like when I saw this movie, I was like, where is this part of the plane? Yeah, like, like it seems like there's way too much headroom. Like also, also when it, when he's when he's uh, passing by the 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 stewardess again she's like uh, sir you need to be seated and he's like i'm air sick i'm air sick but like the way he delivers the line is like really weirdly like menacing. sensual yeah or but like it seems like oh yeah like he was trying to threaten yeah her. like 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 i'm air sick yeah do like, you think he's just like doing anything he can to I get think his so. daughter back I think, I think so, so he was just like i'm gonna be menacing to this woman yeah, and then and then yeah. Wow, do you think they thought that they wrote no, that in? No, it just seems weird. It was like, how do you direct some, a line like that? That's the weirdest part. It's like, do you want to make her afraid of you? Because she could just be like, sir, please go back to your seat. Exactly. Like, what is it, she gonna? She's gonna expect been, this like, dude to. He's not gonna hurt her. Yeah. Anyway, so he's able to get out onto the wheel of the plane. I don't remember him falling this far. Oh, like, oh yeah, he, he falls so far into like a really shallow puddle of like whatever that pond was. Then he's, <laughs> like it's like a marsh. Are they in Florida? Where's this set? Because the music is like kind of like calypso drums. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. That's I loved really, it. Yeah. I love the, the music the in music this movie, really dude. Cool. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the Calypso drums. Um, I, I really like the music in this. I, I don't think it's Florida because the trees, it looks like weirdly, it's, it's not like they're palm trees. They are palm trees, no? No palm trees? No, but they're in like the woods or something, like at the beginning, right? I don't know. Yeah, it's, where are they? Where are they? they? I don't know. Um, But Sully calls uh, Dan Hedaya and they make plans. And and then Bennett comes down with, like, to meet up with Dan Hedaya. And he's holding Jenny in such a, like, weird way. Like, she's just like, let me go, kind of like Mm -hmm. an... It was, you know what I mean? Like it was no, just like I don't, I don't remember. You don't remember this? No. He just makes a call and then he's like, put her in the deck. And right, then, right, right, right. And then they go off in a boat to that island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, yeah. um, what I liked about this scene too is that you, fi- I like movies that set up time times, right? Like where it's like it's an eleven-hour flight, and it's like. I love oh, that. I love that. That I was a good that. touch because then, then Schwartz sets his watch to eleven hours, watch, uh, and that's how much time he has before anyone finds yeah. out. Schwartz goes back to the airport. He's in the crowded airport and he sees Sully who's creeping on our new character, Cindy, who is another, how did you guess, if I may do right now. How did you guess? Tommy Chong's daughter. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. I told- Tommy Chong's daughter. I knew that. So I'm here with my good friend, Radon Chong. I knew that. I knew, I knew, I was like, I was like, I've seen, who is this person? And it wasn't just like, like- Oh, yeah. That's amazing, dude. That's amazing. She's great in this movie. She is pretty amazing. It's cartoony, but she's great. <laughs> it's so, so outrageous. We're introduced dude. to her. She's talking on the phone with her, like, uh, I guess, a boyfriend or a lover or something. And um, Sully sneaks up behind her and he's like, hey, he must not like you enough to cancel a date on a pretty girl. Like, he's being all, like, trying to mac on her, you know? Can, can I Can I just... Some, some of this, like, timeline stuff doesn't make sense. First of all, she says, before she hangs up on her boyfriend, I'm assuming, she goes, um, 
My flight to Vancouver got canceled. Oh yeah, yeah. And then she, and then at the end of the phone conversation, she goes, "I like you too." It's like, what a weird. I'm, like, I'm in like with you too. No, she doesn't no, say no, that. No, 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 no. It's in like, like I like. I, <laughs> oh, I like you too. Yeah, that was a weird line. It's just a weird line. I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess like. I don't know. Like, I've said that to people. Like, I've said, I, I like you, but like, I guess in real life, it, it makes more sense. It doesn't matter. But yeah, Sully, Sully's just like hardcore. He's just such a fucking creep. It starts following her. Follows her, dude, and gets like rapey, man. Like, cause yeah. he's like, he says something like, come on, baby. Or like, let me show you something like that. Yeah. I don't know. And then, and he's then like, she's like, you're a fucking whore. Yeah. He walks away. He's like, whoa, dude. He by Felipe's her. Do you know about by no, Felipe? By Felipe is an Instagram page where like women post screenshots of like when men got like, like oh, rude to them and said like violent, hateful things. So like, you know, like when, when they get feel rejected, Oh, there was one that Anna recently showed me where it's like, uh, by Felipe, someone waves at someone else, that wave thing on Facebook, right, and they're right. like, wave back, you slut, or something, like, it was something oh. like that, it's like, outrageous. Like, it, yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah, by, I, now I know, but it's, it is a by Felipe. Schwartzy grabs Cindy by the neck and tells her that he won't hurt her, which is the least scary thing you could hear when a strange, muscly man grabs your neck. Not just that. This is this was really funny to me because he goes, "Don't move, uh, or and I won't hurt you," uh, and then goes, "Step aside," and she goes, "You said don't move." I love that. that <laughs> I was, thought it was amazing. It was funny. It, it was it was played for humor. Um, and then he rips out the car seat. Okay, as a kid, I thought it was so cool that he could rip out a car seat. Dude, so many of these things, I was like, whoa, dude, if I could do this, that'd be so cool. She says that she needs to go to a karate class, and he's like, you're going to miss it, because he makes her follow Sully. This is the thing. Okay, these are the two things I wanted to mention. That were, One, why are both her car and Sully's car don't have roofs? And like, they're both Porsches. They're both Porsches. Not just that. Again, she just said her flight to Vancouver was canceled. Why did she bring her car to the... And also, she doesn't have a karate class. I mean, <laughs> oh, she was probably lying to get Yeah, she was probably away. lying. Okay. But what, what I'm I didn't saying get is that. Like, <laughs> I didn't get that. I'm an idiot. I, I just like I just I didn't understand why why she had a flight to Vancouver and why she brought her car. Also, was she a stewardess? Oh, maybe. Oh, yes. Is that why she's wearing that outfit? Yes, she's wearing the she's wearing the flight attendant out, outfit, and she says she's flight studying to be a That's pilot. She's, yeah, flight she's attendant. Studi she's studying That's to be cool. a pilot. That was such a weirdly uh, cool touch because it comes back later in the movie, which I was like, as outrageous as this is, again, all of these things hit like comic book beats. Absolutely. All of them are like, how can we set this up so quickly? And all of them, all of the action in the first few scenes that we've mentioned play out like a comic book. You introduce the bad guy, you introduce the good guy. The bad guy in a panel shows up because time doesn't move in the same way in comics as it does in movies. Do you think that the reason she was being nice to Schwartzy in this next scene is like a self-preservation mechanism. That was such a weird thing. I think because she maybe, like asks him his name. Yeah. Like it seemed like she was like smart enough to be like, Oh, like if I buddy up to this person, maybe I can get out of it. Cause like, cause she, he says that he's a retired Colonel from the army yeah. and she makes a comment about paying his taxes for his pension. Yeah. yeah. And she's she also says, you're not going to kill me. Are you? It is like, no, uh, I guess you wouldn't tell me. Sure I would. Really? 
And then he turns to her and goes, trust me. Oh, and it's like, it's the first, first trust, trust me. me. Trust me. Uh, Schwartzy's trust me's. Yeah. But also Cindy doesn't seem afraid at, at all, all. No. At all. And she's like driving pretty masterfully to keep up with, uh, with douchey guy. Yeah. Um, Sully. They follow Sully to another parking lot in a mall. Uh, and Schwartzy follows uh, Sully into the mall, but bringing Cindy along with him. And he finally explains the whole story to her about his daughter being kidnapped. Give me back my son! And he asks her to, like, seduce Sully and bring him to him. I, I so then... What? What, what did you write? What did you write? I, I wrote this down too, and but also like <laughs> what a like, weird plan. I, I did, it's such a weird plan. But why also did he explain it while they were driving? Like they were. He following. had so much time to tell her. He was telling her other exposition, but he was being kind of coy with her, like not giving her too much information. It's like what? Yeah, like it was so bizarre. Like you're a person. Also, he was being like weirdly candid about his history. It was like, yeah, I'm a mercenary. Weren't you like a secret ops guy? Like, isn't that the implication? Like they gave you new identities. Like He's, he says to her, please help me. Don't you understand? They're going to kill her. And I'm like, how is she supposed to believe this random stranger? And she doesn't because she finds a mall cop inside this bar in a mall. I don't know. Why is there a bar in a mall? Is that normal? Can I, how did you guess this about this mall? Sure. How did you guess? This is the same mall from Terminator 2. No fucking way. I swear way. to God, dude. I swear to God. Oh, that's fucking amazing. It's amazing, dude. Oh my God. Yeah, I just thought of it now. I, re I re read it just recently. And what I was a bombshell. Like, okay, but, hold on. But why is there a bar in this mall? I don't know. I don't know. It feels re It feels like a real place. Like, it seems like there's yeah, a- it totally feels like it's a real place, like a real bar in a real mall. I mean, it's like a pub. It's more like a pub than a bar. Right, but it's but called it's like restaurant bar. and bar. That's true. That is They're weird. They're drinking booze in a mall? I don't know. I mean, it's America, dude. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, and then, okay, so this mall cop sequence is amazing because the mall cop calls the other mall cop on the walkie-talkie who's like macking on some ladies and he's like also seeming like teens like they fully seem like they seem way older and they're just like they're just like all right let's take care of this and they get like all the mall cops to corner schwartzy but dude meanwhile but cindy's looking over at him what what one of the mall cops says to the girls do you want to see me kick some ass what yeah i love what? that i love that i love it so much Sully does an exchange with a random guy in this bar um, of money for passports, fake passports, I guess. I don't know why. Um, something to do with, you know, there's like fake Latin American country, right? And then, dude, he sees her and he's like, hey, I found someone. Like, he's like, oh, I found you. He and sees Cindy. Even. Yeah, yeah. He sees Cindy. What did I say? You said just her. Oh, he sees Cindy. Yeah. And, and then he sees Schwartzy. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And he panics and he's like, I have to call them no, right but, now. But he's like, he's also like, give me a quarter. Give me a quarter. It's it's so violent. And, and he, so pulls at her. he pulls at her. It's a, it's such a well-played scene because it's just like, it's pure panic and pure anger that like. He did like play he, it super did, well. It, it he played like, it so well. It, and then he goes into a phone booth and Schwartzy gets to the phone booth after fighting off seven mall cops and rips the phone booth out of the ground and With flips him it. With in it. Oh my god! And gosh. flips it. 
It was this was amazing. It was so awesome. This was so cool. Yeah, it, and it looked like he really did it. Like, yeah, because the way he throws it, it kind of like he gives out a little bit. You know? Yeah, yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. So, dude, one of my favorite things that ever happens in a movie happens in this movie. And do you know what that is? Tell me, Schwartzy. <laughs> in order to get to Sully, who's escaped in an elevator unties a yellow balloon from the ceiling and swings on it like Tarzan and then reaches the top of it's one of those open elevators elevators, and he's on top of the elevator what is that called like an external elevator whatever it doesn't matter um but he falls on top of the the roof of the elevator I love this so much I've always wanted to do that it would be awesome Sully gets away in his Porsche and, and then Schwartz, Schwartz he gets- steals Cindy's Porsche and he drives out and it's nighttime. It's nighttime. And Cindy sees the car just happens to run out at the same time as the car, which is so outrageous. So like, outrageous. So not believable. And she's like, hey, wait for me. And gets in. Like, Why? that's how they explain. Why? He would never waste time on never. that ever. Never. And not just that, but she gets in and then goes, are you going to tell me what's going on? He literally in the last scene he told, told her you exactly what was, going, what was on. going on. She recounts the whole story in a panic, which I thought was really funny. You jumped on this elevator. I know. You- she tells him. She tells she him what the audience already saw him do. She says to him, are you going to tell me what's going on or what? And he goes, no. And she goes, no, no. And then she goes, ah, and screams <laughs> and holds her head. It's such a funny cartoonish way. I love this so yeah, much. It, w- it was amazing. Um, after like a really cool car really chase, cool cha- car really chase cool between car ch- Schwartzy and Sully, where Schwartzy is smashing one, what car? Porsche into another Porsche. Uh, he finally gets Sully he has to the stop. Du- Sully has the douchey yellow neon Porsche. Oh. And and Schwartzy delivers like one of the coolest lines Ever. in the movie. Ever. He punches Sully and... He steals a key, on, like a motel key, yeah, a motel from, his key pocket. from his pocket. And then he starts beating him to find out where Jenny is and he holds him. He picks him up. Wait, wait, wait. Before that, before that. He says a cool line, which I never noticed before. What he goes, uh, he's punching him, trying to get information out of him, and he won't tell him. Uh, Sully says something equally like snippy and cool. Um, he goes, loyalty is very touching, but it's not the most important thing right now. <sighs> what is important is gravity. And I, he picks him up and such holds a, him over the fucking a, mountain. Like, the true nature of gravity. That's such a heady line. That's such an existential line. It's so outrageous to give Schwartzy a line like that because I barely understood him. I had to rewind it a couple of times. Oh my God, but when I heard amazing. the line, I was like, this is so fucking cool. I 100% agree with that. I wrote that down as well. And then he says, tell me where she is, Sully. And he says, he doesn't know, but Cook knows. You scared, motherfucker? And I'm meeting with him, so you need me alive, because you don't know where he is. And he's like, well, I do, because I've got your key. And he's like... Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what I made you... You did! I lied. Oh, my God. He goes... And then a dummy falls. Oh, I love dummies falling. <laughs> oh, dude. When it's uh, a puppet? No, puppets are different, dude. Puppets are something you control. Dummies are something you just throw. <laughs> um, but... but <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is the thing. 
this this line in this movie is like dude this is a crazy person this is not a well person to be like like i get it your your daughter is like kidnapped but like this was like out of like no i'm gonna do this to you it's like, like murdering yeah, people it's like, like it's like straight up straight up like clod though like you know cruel yeah. murdering yeah it's like it's like no i'm gonna i'm gonna murder you now so he says to cindy right after this he's like she goes what did you do with sully and he says i let him go yeah which it's is like, like it's like did you, you hear him a- just fall <laughs> did you see him carry right this there. person she's you- like witnessed so much gunfire and murder at this point so casual so casual she's about seen it. like sully kill a person she's seen Schwartzy kill a person several people get shot by by like gunfire at this point right this was outrageous and familiarity is built between them so quickly when when she's just like whatever and she asks what happened like they're driving to get to cook at this point scared motherfucker and cindy asks like what happened to to jenny's mother and he's and to set up that he's a nice guy she he's like oh she died when she was born and then he talks about how he missed like recitals and her third birthday and whatever yeah. being on like missions. Yeah, it's supposed to set up how like, you know, Jenny in the beginning of the movie is saying to her dad, like, don't leave me again. Don't leave. She's really concerned that her dad's going to leave her. Yeah. Which I guess like makes the like weird closeness make sense. Yeah, the weird still- sexual closeness. Oh, oh my God. It's so gross. It's so <laughs> but, creepy. But also like, why are you telling this fucking stranger so many weirdly intimate details about your life? Why is she here? Why did you bring her? Why did you stop? And he also tells her that he went on special assignments for the imperialist American government. I know. Instilling dummy dummy governments in Latin American countries. So weird. America was really proud. Like, you put this in a movie? Well, I mean, they did fucking... I mean, you do remember fucking uh, Rambo First Blood Part 2, where it's just like jingoism the movie where it's like let's go back to vietnam and win oh my god you know like and that was written by fucking james cameron so wow jesus christ jenny is placed into a room in this uh on this um it's like a compound on this island yeah where is the island is it in america we're a latin american country oh so they're in a different country yeah they they like pointed out in the movie yeah, they're in a different country. Oh my god, that's so. I'm weird. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I've never unless, heard of that country. Unless, I was like going to be like, hey, no, is it's this not real. real. It's not real. <laughs> like, but, am but, I just so ignorant? But like, also the uh, maybe I'm thinking maybe they are in the states still because maybe I'm thinking that the fake Amer- the fake country is the one where they got onto the plane to get. To. Yes, yes, that's right. Because it takes eleven hours to get there. Right. And so this is still America, I guess, or like a fictional America. It's go- like what city is this i don't know i don't know it seemed i don't even know what part of the states it is i don't know i think it was like latin like a latin american place i don't know i feel like really yeah that it was in like on a compound no No, well the island the island yeah the island where they go but they take a boat there they do such a weird fucking movie okay okay so they take a boat there um cindy decides to join schwartzy yeah, they get to the hotel and she she like comes with him and he's like 
He's like, where are you going? And he, she's like, I'm going to help you. And it's like, but why? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like, what? She, and then I mean, it's kind of cool, though, where she's like, okay, this is an adventure. Dude, Bill Duke starts arriving. You scared? And Schwartzy makes uh, Cindy go answer the door. And he, Oh, yeah, they go into the motel because they use the key. Yeah. And then Schwartzy turns on the shower, which is awesome. I thought that was awesome. Good touch. Good touch. And then, and then tells her to, like pretend that she already seduced uh, uh Sally. Yeah, and that they had like uh they had sexual relations and then um yeah, and so she opens the door and she's like, "Hey." Oh yeah, he rips her top button open, which oh, is Oh, that like, was weird. That was so weird. Um and then it was like like kind of threatening, right? Yeah, it was like it was both sexual and threatening where it's just like I'm doing this. Do you think to he's you. still using force to intimidate her to make her do things that he wants? Because at know, this she's point, already, she's like yeah, joined she's him, right? Joined him. Yeah, it just seemed like a. It just seemed like an idea that he had. I think that was like a. Oh, dude. And then and then Bill Duke comes in. Oh my god! This fight with Bill Duke because it's amazing. It's. Awesome. I love it so much because Schwartzy flips him over not once but twice, dude. And he's shooting all over the place. They slam down a door and go into another hotel room where the couple is having sex. Why were what? there always couples having sex in hotel rooms all the time? And that's just that, but like, how were they having sex? In the sex? 80s. Because the way the blanket comes off them, the woman is behind the man and pegging him. pegging him. But also like... Like, I, that's what I was. Th- that's my th- head cannon. Of course, of course. But at the same time, like, why? Are the, why is there always a blanket over both of them? Both their heads. No one ever has sex no with blankets on. No one has sex, with, no one has sex on. with blankets on. Let's be real. Sometimes you do if it's cold. But the, but this is the thing too. Bill Duke goes. Fuck you, asshole. And oh. then Schwartzy goes. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, asshole. Literally, like, <laughs> like how you and I, if we were playing Commando and making up a storyline where we were, like, kids play, playing a game, inventing a story. That's how kids invent dialogue. I love this so much. Uh, because, yeah, he tries to shoot him. And like he says, "Fuck you, asshole!" And then when the, the gun doesn't work, he goes, "Fuck you, asshole!" I loved it so <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, me too, me too. And then fucking flips him over and impales him on a fucking table. And then he's like, "Where's Jenny?" And he can't answer the question because he's because he's impaled. so dead now, dude. Like that was so insane. Again, Cindy sees this and is fully like, oh, "Like yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever." In contrast to fucking Terminator, where everything justifiably so is freaking out Sarah Connor because she's a normal person. Yeah, the next scene is them oh. breaking into the hideout of. They find the the like, uh, what's it called? Um, receipt. The receipt of the, of this place, and. They get to initially. Well, yeah, I didn't understand this. There was like a, an oil yard for planes. That's the explanation. She's like, "Oh, it's about planes. I I know this because I'm going to be a pilot." What? Like, oh yeah, what? like she sees that the was receipt. like a weird explanation. So anyway, it doesn't matter. Somehow they find out it was totally like a Batman and Robin in the 1960s movie Batman, where they're like C for Catwoman. Yeah, pretty. Fishy what happened to me on that ladder. You mean where there's a fish, there could be a penguin. But wait, it happened at sea. See? See for Catwoman. Yet, 
an exploding shark was pulling my leg. The Joker. It all adds up to a sinister riddle. Riddle-er. Riddler? Yeah, totally like finding clues where yeah. like they make no sense but to the main character and it's like, oh, okay, I guess. No, those made no sense to anyone, dude. Like the shark was pulling his leg. It must have been Joker. Yeah. Because- oh yeah, because the shark was pulling his leg. No, I meant this one. Oh my god. Oh no, this. Okay, yeah, you can forgive this. Like yeah, they're just like it's somehow like- we find out we need to go to this place. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And the the so they they get to the hideout initially where where Schwartz was, was taken in the beginning, in the yeah. beginning, where again, this seems like to, it has like it's like a compound it. with military weapons, and they were okay. So it was, it wasn't clear where this was either because it was a lot of like Latin American soldiers yeah. speaking Spanish, yeah, and like preparing all these weapons, yeah. for this fake communist Latin American country? Is that what it, so. Are they evil communists? Is that what this is? Well, yeah, that's the implication because of like Russia and the other Latin American countries that they mentioned earlier, right? Wow. Yeah, that's wild. Schwartzy climbs into the side of the building and rips off the panel, crawling inside and he sees all these weapons and um, he beats up a guy in an office and stores him in a closet, which I thought was really weird. Um, and then he helps Cindy by like, how did she know that he was going to be there? How did he know she was going to be there? Fuck you, asshole. Like, this is where the movie, like, it falls apart a little bit. It's like, what? This None of this makes any sense. But, he, but here's the thing. He also, he it does sort of make sense because he says, oh, I'm going to give you a signal. But doesn't tell her what the signal is. At all. He, and then, and then just, he just later says, on, hey, Cindy. Hey, Cindy. <laughs> like, it's like, wait, that's the signal? <laughs> they find out where the island is because... They see some maps and like whatever. He's a mercenary dude. He knows how to read maps, and this she is, can fly a plane. This was ridiculous so. too. Like, how did they realize that that was the island? That he's like, how did he know this must be where Jenny is? Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, she said no, no, no. But she says, um, remember the oil t- like receipt that yeah, she yeah. gets? Oh. She's like, the, only this kind of plane goes Would, to here. The amphibious plane. The amphibious plane. <laughs> Plane, I love yeah. the amphibious plane. And then she, and then she, also another eighties thing. Amphibious planes. Amphibious planes. Yeah, duck so tails. Many duck tails. Was it duck tails? No, it was. Uh, what's it called? Tailspin. 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 Um, with Baloo as the main. Like, why was Baloo there? Yeah, and Darkwing Duck was there. Was he? Was Darkwing Duck there too? I think that was the for me that that was an interconnected universe of like Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. Let's. Darkwing Duck. Baloo was in Darkwing Duck. Or no, something. no, no, no. That What's was like another guy who was like a pilot. Du- who cares? <laughs> this isn't the movie. Um, Dude, Schwartzy says to, to Cindy that he needs to go shopping. What an outrageous fucking scene this is. Of all the, the outrageous <laughs> things that make no fucking sense, where did he get this, like, machine? Bulldozer? Oh, machine! Bulldozer to fucking plow through a store? And then he goes in the store, and just like I love, and every kid loves, the weapons preparation and oh, totally. and booby Stra- trap setting of Home Alone. Th- strapping things onto you, preparing for things, putting... Like uh, the montage the, the, of like yeah, 
Well, he doesn't do that not yet, yet in this not movie. Yet. This is him just getting kid, the weapons. Oh yeah. As a kid, when you when you put on like smear the, the what is that called? Is that makeup? Yeah, I don't know. It's just like camo, camo, camo yeah, on yeah. your face or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, they just fucking crap. He doesn't like like Jerry rig the door. He doesn't like like he he chooses the most impractical way to get caught by police way and the the most like reasonable thing that happens in this movie is that the police come at this moment. Totally. Totally. It's like, of course, you know, like they would get there fast. If someone like was Plowed smashing through, a, through store. a store, a weapons depot. Yeah. Is it Los Angeles? I think it's LA. It looks like LA. It looks like LA, right? Yeah. Maybe. I don't I just know. just thought of that now. But like, where's I'm, there an Island? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> You've been to more places than I have. But I think this is like a fictional, I don't know. They never a, say. A fictional America? A fictional America. Well, I mean, America. it could be. Like it's like it's, like I said before, it, it really does feel like a comic book. Dude, Schwartzy gets arrested and put into a police, like, like one of those box vehicles the, yeah, that yeah, they yeah. carry. Like cube? Have you ever, ever seen that in real no, life? No. That doesn't exist, really, right? Yeah. Like those cube vans that also, they like. Why didn't they arrest her? They don't arrest her. They don't arrest her, and then she still has all the weapons. Yeah, that she he still stole. has all the weapons. She still has the car that's fucking. And she drives they took from towards Bill Duke. Them. You scared, motherfucker? She drives towards them with her stolen car and all her weapons uh, uh, cachet she has now, and then she takes a rocket launcher and shoots, shoots the cube van. Like no, no, no. She, First, she shoots backwards into something random yes. in which she could have murdered people. And then she shoots the cube van, flipping it over. Like, did you think he was going to survive? Like, did you pr- suppose that like that kind of I rocket know. launcher would not kill I wrote, someone? I wrote the same fucking thing down. Then I thought about this. She saw this dude rip a phone booth out of the wall and throw it over him. That's so, very like, true. I mean, and also beat up like 17 people. Yeah, like totally. he beats up so many people. Totally. Um, and then he, but before that, before she, she, he escapes or helps him to escape. Schwartz, tells the cops to call Kirby. That, that, oh, he'll explain it. It's like, why would they believe they you, would dude? never believe you. You fucking bulldozed a, a mall. And then before before <laughs> she fucking, uh, before she fucking shoots at them, she, yeah. like, seduces them. Yeah. And, and they're, like, weird, gross perverts, too. Everybody's a fucking pervert in this movie, <laughs> Everyone, too. Everyone's a pervert in this movie. Where they're movie. just like, hey... This chick is like gonna fucking blow us or whatever, and it's like they what? To- they totally act like that. It's so outrageous. It's like, but it's like '80s gross guy <laughs> from like a horror movie. Like, have you seen Maniac? No. Oh, you'd love Maniac, dude. But it's like perverted in a horror movie kind of way, where somebody would be like, Ugh, like before they get killed. Yeah. You know, um, it's it's like that kind of pervy where it's like '80s gross guy pervy. Dude, skipping ahead a little bit here, um, they get into the amphibious plane and they steal it and they get caught by the bad guys trying to escape and she can't start the plane and Schwartz is shooting at the bad guys and then he gets in and smashes like he another 80s trope of like smashing a 
actually happens in a movie that came out the same year as this movie, 1985, Back to the Future 1. Marty smashes, Marty smashes the, the, thing. the car and it starts working again. Nobody calls me chicken needles. Nobody. So that was like a big thing in the 80s. Also, he says, Schwartz, he does say it works every time. But before this... The, the Colonel uh, Kirby comes to the fucking destroyed store and is like, that John Matrix, by the way, his name is John Matrix. We didn't fucking even oh touch on God, that. Oh my God, that's John amazing. Matrix. Some, where is that from? That's John not Eastern European. Matrix. John Matrix. But the no, best. That's his new, maybe that's his new name. Maybe that he they, chose it. Maybe he, he was chose, just like, it's a chosen that's name. cool. That's amazing. Um, but, but Kirby is like so casual about this and it's like, God, John always destroying fucking stores. It's like, this guy fucking, all right, he might be a right wing nut with guns or whatever, but he's got a fucking store. He's a businessman. He's not trying to do anything unreasonable. bad. Unreasonable. So, everybody's so unreasonably casual in this movie about the amount of destruction that happens in this movie. Dude, next scene surprised me so much because they're flying in a plane. They take off and they get on the intercom with the air traffic controller and the air traffic controller is none other than Bill, Bill Paxton. Paxton. Bishop, hey man. Oh my God. I couldn't oh believe that God. Bill Paxton's in this movie. I heard that voice over the intercom, you know, that Texan twang. Yeah, awesome. And I was like, I was just like, that's amazing. Oh, dude. That's the, what, the second movie he's in with Schwartzy? Dude, it's such a pleasure to see him. It I is. love him so I fucking, much. I fucking was so sad when he died. I was so sad I was when so he died. sad. When I, when I was, I was listening to the radio uh, and like I was driving and I had to stop. I was like, fuck, dude. Like that was, he was also like a dad. He was also like, like, hey man, you know, like, yeah. like Bishop, hey man. Bishop, hey man. Like all these like, and then, and then eventually fucking big love where he was like, stay away from my family. <laughs> I want to introduce you to my family. I love your impression of that. Um, yes, Bill Paxton is such a delight to see on screen. And um, yeah, he kind of like makes me a little sad every time I see him now, too, but also happy. Also not playing uh, like a total douche and an, or a doofus. No, just playing like, like a very a regular, regular military guy who's like, you know, trying to be safe and uh, about his airspace. And he threatens to shoot these guys down. Yeah. And then they get lower into the atmosphere. To like fool. This movie doesn't make any no, sense. No, it makes no sense. Again, it follows this like sort of comic book logic that like they're these one line sort of fixes that you're like, yeah, this is this is what it is. It's almost like a first draft where it's like I'll figure out a way totally, to fucking totally a first draft, dude. Jenny is using a tool to try and cut through the wall and escape, and in the meantime, Bennett is like not even impressed with the soldiers at this compound. He's like, one of the soldiers says. I could cut through her neck like butter. I, it's like, what? Ew. I said the same thing. And then he says, he says, I love listening to your pissant soldiers talk about uh, a talk tough. It makes me laugh. Matrix would laugh too. Your soldiers are nothing compared to me or Matrix. I could kill. Like, we so could kill. Again, the- back to this homoerotic. This so is de- weird. This movie is totally Freddy part twoing. <laughs> He's inside me and he wants to take me again. He owns me. Oh, totally. Like, hidden, totally. Hidden gay message yeah. of like, 
Like, just like, I think so much repressed homosexuality in this totally. movie. Totally. Also, wait, 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 wait. Just this, this he, slitting, he slitting. says, the only thing standing between you and Matrix is me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That and was he's like, that, but even I'm scared. Yeah, yeah. And it, uh, but you know what? I really like this, the, the, that line because he's like, he's like, Dan Hedaya actually says, uh, I'm not afraid of Matrix. You are. And he goes, oh. um, of course I am because I'm smart. I like that kind of shit. I like that kind of shit. But here's also a really weird thing is that like, why are Dan Hedaya and Bennett talking about this plan so much? It's like, didn't you plan it already? Yeah, like, that was so much of the movie is like, we have to tell the audience. Like the audience schemes. Yeah, like mustache twirling. Um, um, yeah, for sure. It, that was, that was annoying, but no, it wasn't annoying. That's not, I find that great. endearing. Really I love funny. that. Yeah. It was really funny. No, it's just like, I'm, I'm asking just like for the purpose of like real life. Why would you do that? Like, why would you keep dude? Our heroes, Cindy and Schwartzy, John matrix land the plane. Um, they land it nearby and in order to stay out of uh, sight, they've kind of like parked far away. And then Schwartz, he's getting into a boat and he's <laughs> in a fucking Speedo, dude. <laughs> That was amazing. I Dude, so I wrote much. that down too. It was incredible to see him in that because it just looked ridiculous. Him delivering, seriously delivering lines. Yeah, he tells woman. Cindy to relay a message to Kirby and he tells her what to specifically say to him and how to get in touch with him, which was cool. Speaking of him looking good, he fucking does another setup, strapping on everything scene. He puts on that, he puts on that like camo, and the camo makeup. He puts like, on the vest. Oh, the vest is so cool. But the, he has grenades on him. Dude. And then he steps and there's like glorious light shining down on behind him. Dude, I wrote this down where it's like he gets on the island, puts his weapons on and it looks literally like the same scene from Hot Shots, where Charlie Sheen is doing that. Right, it but looks they're parodying like a par- parody. it. Yeah. It and, does. This but, movie is so cartoony. It, it's so over the top. But it to- oh, takes itself so seriously. So seriously. So se- it's not winking at all. At all. At ever. All. Ever. Also, did you it's notice? It's so genuine. It's so it's genuine. It's so genuine. But also, did you notice that whenever he used the binoculars, it were they weren't regular binoculars. They were like these high tech <laughs> binoculars. But like, it would cut to him using them, that. and it's like those are just regular binoculars. <laughs> exactly. I did notice that. And then just right, right now, it's just a murder spree of people. Oh my god, dude. Um, so there are so many. There's so many henchmen, and he kills so, <laughs> so many. many I don't remember the. I don't remember this being this many people. No, it's this like, is the director's cut. Dude. It's like hundreds of yeah, people. Yeah, like and just never runs out of bullets. Is this never, what the director's cut this was? What the director's cut was? Oh, never runs out of bullets. Never feels that. the need to change his clip for more bullets. Oh my god, he's just constantly shooting. I love this so much it's more. Amazing. I love this so much more. Um. Dude, Dan Hedaya gets the call. He gets the call. <laughs> you mean that- Latino Dan Hedaya? Whether it's blackface, brownface, or yellowface, painting your skin to portray a person of color boils their existence down to a stereotype. He gets the call from his henchmen in Valverde who have found a dead Henrique and they've now let Dan Hedaya know that shit is down. And yeah. he's like, to Bennett, kill her. 
Also, about the daughter. He's so dead. He's like discolored, and it's like, whoa, dude, that's what happens to bodies after 11. I guess 11 hours is a long time. Like, when no, the crusty blood on his <laughs> nose. Bad, terrible. Do you think he'd start smelling yet? Probably. Oh. It happens pretty quickly. Because oh, he no. started like farting and stuff from oh, like, no. like his body eating itself. Oh my God. <laughs> that's so gruesome to think about. Dude, Bennett discovers that Jenny has escaped intercut with Schwartzy killing people with fucking grenade launchers. We see also Cindy leaving a, a message to General K- Kirby. And finally, the message gets through. And Schwartzy is a literal one-man army. Like, this scene goes on for so long. I didn't... Re- like, okay, yeah, you said it's the director's cut, so it's But it's extended. not that much longer. It's really not that much longer. Most My of God, the, dude. I most could- of these murders happen in the original movie, too. Wow. And Schwartzy gets hit in one scene in his side. And then he hides out in this shed. And he gets surrounded by soldiers who, like demolish like just like all shoot in a circle like cartoonishly i know we keep saying cartoonishly shoot into this thing yeah and they try and go in and schwartzy this is the fun funnest part yeah he comes down from the ceiling and starts just like murdering people uh he stabs a dude with a pitchfork fully cuts another dude's arm off, yeah. throws a, a saw, blade saw blade and chops a dude's, a dude's head. Yeah. Or head. A neck or dude, head. chops a dude's head, part of a dude's head off, and then throws another saw into a dude's neck. Whoa. It's outrageous. The music was also really good. It's very yeah. like... <laughs> like, you know, synthy. <laughs> And then finally Schwartz, he gets to the house and he goes into the, like, he he's, like, looking for her in the house and, like, shooting up dudes. This is what meanwhile, makes... Meanwhile, meanwhile, she's in the basement being chased by Bennett. By Bennett. And, but then he, Schwartz, he hears her in the basement prompting him to go down, but Bennett doesn't hear her? No, but he, he before this... He kills Dan Hedaya. Oh, how could we forget how the, could you the, forget the um, amazing oh killing of Dan Hedaya? Dude, he, Dan Hedaya is panicking and he's like brandishing his gun around in kind of like a jerky panicky yeah. way. And then he tries to shoot at Schwartz and Schwartz he's just just shotgun shoots him at the top so of the staircase. Times. So many times. So many times. It just, but it's just like the same cut of it just going. No, but it does that like 80s thing where it does like a where it like, it's like no one can reload yeah, that no fast. one can reload that fast it's just like a, a quick succession of cuts and it's awesome um he kind of dies pretty unceremoniously right yeah it's it's weird because like they constantly sort of set him up as the the main bad guy uh and then uh but bennett is the really main bad guy but he's like also like a dumpy like Guy, looking guy so it's like yeah. he's not intimidating exactly it's so, so weirdly anticlimactic with with dan hedaya yeah given the fact that like with sully he was so vicious yeah like he was like i lied i lied well here, <laughs> like, just, your time is a factor i guess right? so yeah that's he's true he's gotta find true. his daughter so he can't be creative it is <laughs> it is murdering um so intercut we see the scene with bennett following jenny and um Jenny hears her dad and she starts going towards the voice and gets captured by Bennett. And then Bennett shoots John. Yeah. Or he grazes in the head. him. He grazes, he grazes him. him. Yeah, exactly. And John starts, okay, this is where what you said about this being a, like a, like a homoerotic 
story of like repressed homosexuality. John starts like messing with Bennett's head. Wait, hold on, hold on. He goes, he goes. He's like, stab I, I, me, I, stab I, me, please. I only have one arm. You can beat me. You don't want to pull the trigger. You want to put a knife in me and look me in the eyes. Don't deprive yourself of some pleasure. And oh, Bennett, my. Bennett looks like he's about to jizz his pants, dude. He's like, come on, Bennett. By the way, yeah. the tagline of the movie is let's party. Wow. Um, and here's the thing. Bennett starts hysterically yelling, I'm going to kill you now. It's like, it's not even panicked. It's literally hysterical. Yeah, it's, it's so outrageous. It's, he, he loses it. Like he just starts... Yeah, and it, but so do you think this is like gay panic yes. losing it? Wow, yes. that's interesting. He's like he's like ready to jizz his pants in this moment. Like, like he and he's like, don't need the girl. It's like it's like it's like pleasure for him. It's outrageous. Oh my god, that's I've never thought of it that way. The fighting in this scene is so bonkers. Like. So much stuff happens from, like, them holding each other's heads to fire to them, like, John being uh, beaten with a pipe. And, and then, then he pushes Bennett into electricity, which was Bennett also an electric- 80s thing. Oh, you electrocuted? Oh, my God. Yeah. Everyone loved electrocution in the 80s. Yeah, he gets electrocuted and is like, ah! And then he goes, he, which also plays into the homo- homoerotic themes we're talking about. He goes takes out a secret gun he's been hiding, and he goes, I'm not going to shoot you between the eyes. I'm going to shoot you between the balls. I'm not going to shoot you between the eyes. I'm going to shoot you between the balls. And then Schwartzy takes a literal pipe, a dick pipe. Rips the pipe out. Rips the pipe out, launches it through Bennett, and it Threw goes him into some like, like a, a steam machine. <laughs> it is a steam. There's no way. What is it? Machine. And then steam is coming out of Bennett. And Schwartzy goes, let off some steam, Bennett. Let off some steam, Bennett. I and it looks like it's jizzing. It, it looks literally like looks jizzing. like jizz is coming out of him. Absolutely. It's as satisfying to me as uh, coming is. Absolutely. Wow. This movie, I never knew it had this tone. That's, yeah. that's really fucking cool. I mean, that's... Has this been talked this about is, before? But this is the thing. This has been I, talked about before, right? I have right? no idea. Like, we're I've, not I've, the first people that have observed I've this. I've never... I, I mean, I've never, like, read anything about it. So I've never read anything about but it here's either. The, but here's the thing. This is what I'm saying. Um, I... For, for me, this isn't, like, one of those moments where I'm like, oh, that's, like, an interesting interpretation. That's cool. Like, for me, all of this is, like, completely tone deaf and completely... That's the weird thing. Right, like, right. My, you just think my, they're missing the mark at all times? I think they're missing the mark at all times. This 80s ending song is, like, such a, like, the power we get yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, like, the helicopters fly in, and so does the amphibious plane. Cindy gets out of the plane... She's happy to see Schwartzy. Schwartzy's happy to see her. Soldiers are getting on the island where, like, Schwartzy has just left bodies. And he's killed literally an entire army to get his daughter back. And Kirby says, leave anything? And Schwartzy goes, just bodies. And then he, Kirby's like, you know, you should join us again and make us another good army. And he's like, no. 
or like not a chance or yeah. whatever. I don't know. Yeah. And then he like gets off with the inspirational ladies music. Yeah. I mean, you know, great epilogue, great movie, but like, also, but it's also, so it's, it's so much fun. But 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 here's here's also an outrageous thing. Cindy Cindy hugs Jenny as though they've known each other. As though as though Schwartzy's known her for a little bit more than nine hours. And is it implied that they're gonna get together yeah, and be of a course, family? Of course. That's so weird. So weird. Yeah, like is she gonna be a mom to the kid? Like they fly away? Yeah, and also like they're they're not gonna like debrief this dude. They're not gonna like put him in a situation where they're like Oh, yeah, you know, like, what happened? Tell us what happened. Instead, they're just going to, like, take this girl away. And he's not going to, like, she's probably traumatized. Yeah, totally. Totally. It was she's a been really, kidnapped. It was a really traumatic situation. She saw a bunch of people die. Also, also, there was there's, like, a weird thing that happens in a lot of movies where children see their parents murder people and they're totally fine with it. Yeah, that's like, true. Listen, dude, um, I have two questions for you. Yeah. Um, how's your pimple? Did you yeah, take care of it? <laughs> okay, great. My second question is, what did you rate this movie out of Schwartzies? How many Schwartzies for this movie? Um, uh, Dude, Schwartzies pretty fucking Schwartzy. He's in this so movie. Schwartzy in this movie. This movie is, it's more good as a Schwartzy movie than it is as a movie. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely say that. I'll, I'll, I'll. Like this is the beginning of, like another Man, era of Schwartzy. I feel like we've always said that every single podcast. No, it is because every movie he reinvents himself, dude. That that's, that's what made him that's so what cool. Made him so dynamic. That's what made him so cool. He's so awesome. He took he took risks, man. This so movie is such a risk for him. Like a is it movie. what? What did you give this? Hold oh, on. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Schwartzy's. Um, I, I need to get that first, and then I'll tell you my last. How did you guess? How did you guess? Um, I gave it. Because I just don't think of it in that way. Uh, 59 Schwartzies out of uh, 62 Schwartzies. Okay, that's that's a pretty good score. <laughs> um, I, I give this movie personally an 8.5 Schwartzies out okay. of uh, 10. Uh, and just for a regular star rating, I would give this movie probably like, it's a bad movie, dude. No, it's like, such it, a bad movie. It's, it, but it's so much fun. So it's, does it get more points for being fun? Yeah. Okay, 6.5. 6.5, I would give it a 7. I'm giving this a 7. Just because it's like, again, like... Yeah, like, I mean, I love it, but I feel like I'm just too biased. You know what? I don't you're, know if I can give it... Fuck it, you're, you're right. Like, 6.5 is good enough rating. I don't know if I can rating. fairly give it, you know... It's, it doesn't mean that you don't love it. You know what I no, mean? No, yeah, it's true. I mean, it's it's not a good movie. In fact, no, no, 6.5 is a lot. Dude, do you know what's next? Do you know what's next in the I mean, Schwartz lineup? I'm going to guess Predator. No, man. No? It's Raw Deal. <sighs> Raw Deal. Raw That's Deal a is a movie. forgotten, remember, forgotten classic. It's a bad movie. And dude, let me just say one last thing mm -hmm. as a how did you guess. Mm -hmm. How did you guess? I think that Die Hard 2 was supposed to be Commando 2. Is that true? That's 100% true. No, not just that. Uh, Die Hard 2 was, was... You're right. Die Hard 2 was supposed to be Commando 2 and just ended up being um, Die Hard 2. Yeah. And it just like... But like that makes absolutely no sense. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Schwartzy the Podcast. Yeah, follow uh, the Schwartzy short film at 
uh, Schwartzy Movie. Uh, that's S C H W R T Z Y M O V I. Uh, 